Hi, uh, I'm Jason Wexler, and this is Exemplify Agile. Uh, this is the first episode. So ground rules. Um, first rule, I will be honest with you. Uh, second rule, I value your, your feedback, um, and I will try to learn from it and get better based on it. Uh, third rule, uh, and probably most importantly, is the things that I'm talking about are things that I'm either doing, plan to do, or uh, in the progress, in the process of doing. So one of those three, most likely. And if it's not, I'll let you know. And which stage it's in should be clear from the content. Uh, so with that said, uh, onto the show, if you will. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about uh, retrospectives, more specifically, uh, effective retrospectives, and, and most importantly, um, the things that we don't talk about when we talk about effective retrospectives. And that is that they are difficult. And they aren't difficult because you haven't found the right format or you haven't uh, found the right retrospective game or don't do an effective safety agreement. Although those are all important and helpful, uh, at the end of the day, uh, recognizing faults in ourselves as individuals is difficult. And every retrospective uh, on some level is acknowledging a, a individual fault uh, and or how individual faults um, collect in a, in a team or organization. So at the end of the day, in order to get somebody to change, they have to be willing and able to accept there's something wrong. And that doesn't always require uh, full acknowledgement. It requires just enough honesty with yourself to try and change, and that, that's it, right? But that still is difficult. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what I do uh, to help exemplify this behavior in myself so I can help bring it out in other people. And that's, that's my goal. Uh, and what I'm looking for in a retrospective is not about, it's not about uh, a superficial like process complaint session. It's about acknowledging a fault in ourselves and changing it. And so to do that, I have my own retrospectives. I, I will give you an example of something that happened that came up in a retrospective about a year and a half ago that it was very important to me. It was a super huge goal. Um, and it, was, it was big because it's one, very important to me, but two, extremely long-term thinking. So uh, what was my, my goal, right? So the way I do my retrospectives is I say, what is the state I want to be in, right? Like, where do I want to end up at some point in the future, right? And then I say, okay, why haven't I? Why, why am I not already there? And you know that that usually helps me reflect upon like what's wrong with me and what I should change. Um, and this the rule I have for myself here is that like I'm never blaming anybody else. I'm never saying because this person is, is in my way or this this obstacle whatever it is. Like it's something. It's always something for me that I should change to get that goal. Uh, and then third. Like what are my ways to measure my, my progress towards that goal? Because uh, I think that's really important. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of metrics. However, I think measuring your success uh, in a way that makes sense is, is important. So I'll give you my story. About a year and a half ago, I had a realization. And the realization was that, that my son, who I love very much, uh, but uh, that he may need help or may need care for the rest of his life. He has severe communication delays, uh, he has autism, and, and the reality is, is at this point, it appears that he will probably need you know, care um, for as long as he's alive. Um, 
so for me, that was like a big moment and realizing that was, was difficult. Uh, so I started to think like, I want to be there for as long as possible. And for me, that meant, okay, what is stopping me from getting there? Um, and I, I was honest, like, I think I'm a little bit out of shape and I should be healthier for my son um, and, and for myself. But, you know, in this context, it was like, be healthier so I can, you know, hopefully, uh, well, as long as there's no buses out there, um, be there for him, right? So my honesty was at the level of, I'm a little out of shape, okay? That's, that's fine. Um, so, so how am I gonna get there? Like, what, what, what is, what, what I need to get into shape? So I'm like, I'm gonna start by uh, measuring things like taking a before picture, uh, paying attention to my, my blood pressure, which is already fine, but whatever. Keep paying attention to see if it gets a little better. Uh, I got a scale that um, measures like, you know, weight obviously and, and body fat and all kinds of different metrics. Um, yeah, so I had a lot of ways to measure, right? Um, then I was like, okay, well now I've got to do something about it, right? So the first thing I tried to do was like, I'm gonna go work out. And in order to work out, I had to find something that was like engaging and I enjoyed that wouldn't just like quit. And what I found was a place that was convenient. And that was important to me because my schedule's all kinds of crazy and so like, set class times just were not really an option at the time. Um, so I, there was a place next to my work. Um, it is a interval training, kickboxing thing workout, which is fun, right? Uh, which helps. Uh, it's also a really hard workout. Um, they have no class times. So you can just walk in whenever they're open. Also, checks all the boxes, right? So I signed up for a membership. Oh, I did a trial membership, and then I signed up for a membership. Uh, and I did that for about three months. And that was the only change I made. And I measured myself consistently throughout the time. And I discovered that I did okay, I lost some weight. Um, overall, it was my, all my measurements were better. Um, but I wasn't getting to my goal as fast as I thought I could. So I'm like, what else can I do? Um, so same goal, same shortcomings, like I'm a little out of shape, getting better, acknowledging that was important but I can do more. So what did I do? Uh, I changed my diet. And by change it, I mean I just started counting my calories and, and looking at my macronutrients and, you know, paying attention to it and trying to consistently just eat less than I burned, right? Um, also have this Fitbit, which is super handy for learning how much you burn in a day. So I did that and that was really effective. Like I lost a lot of weight really quickly, uh, comparatively speaking. Um, so, time goes on, I'm like, okay, I'm doing really good, I'm, I think I'm really close to my goal. Uh, a friend of mine was like, running a Spartan race, and I'm like, that sounds like an excellent way to test my progress, right? And if you're not familiar, a Spartan race is a, an obstacle course race where you're like running through mud and climbing things, and it's crazy. Um, so I'm like, in order to do this, I wanna push myself a little farther, like a little harder before the race. Um, and but my, my time was really limited and like the only time I could see available even like a little bit was before I took my son to school in the morning and so that is like between 5 and 6 in the morning fun fact about me I'm not a morning person <laughs> I'm really not a morning person but I'm like one month I will do this for one month to make myself ready for this race 
and then I'll be done with it. Uh, so I signed up for Camp Gladiator, uh, which is a boot camp, and for one month, and I did it for one month. I woke up at 4.40 in the morning, three days a week, in addition to the other workouts I was doing at nine round, and did that for a month. And then the race day came, right? So race day, it's exciting, right? So I get there, and there are clouds in the sky, and there are lightning strikes, and there are tornado warnings, and they delay the race, and they delay the race, and they delay the race. You, you get where this is going, right? Um, so this, this whole month of work for this big race that I've been planning for, and uh, race is canceled. Um, I was really disappointed because I was, I felt like I was really like ready for this race. Like I was ready for it. I was stoked about it. I was, I was going to do it. I was probably going to do a lot of burpees, but that's fine. Um, cause I'd rather, you know, uh, not run the race and not get electrocuted than the alternative of getting electrocuted or being taken away in tornado. So fine, but I want to just stop for a second there. You, you noticed I said, I'm not a morning person. I still believe I'm not a morning person. I do not enjoy getting up in the mornings. Um, that was a limiting belief for me because my thought that I'm not a morning person for a long time stopped me from doing things like super early in the morning. Uh, turns out I am capable of doing things in the morning. I may not love it, but I'm capable of it. Um, and by I'm not love it, I mean I may not love waking up at 4.40. That part is not good. However, the actual workout is good. And just for a frame of reference, it's about, I think, nine months after I started Camp Gladiator. And uh, I woke up this morning at 4.40, and I worked out for an hour. Today, however, they had breakfast tacos afterwards, and that's not a normal thing. I was super happy about that, though, because breakfast tacos, if you've never had a breakfast taco, come to Texas, I will buy you a breakfast taco. One, maybe two, because they're really good. Um, so, I mean that. If you want to come to Texas and meet me, and I will buy you a breakfast taco. That's the thing I'll do. Um, so, moving on. Um, really, the point of all this is that through measuring my success, you know, I, I was able to make continual changes to get better, and with just, just a little bit of honesty. And I say a little bit of honesty because that's important, right? When I, when I said at the beginning that I was... Uh, a little bit out of shape, right? That was the level of honesty I had with myself at the time. Like I could be a little bit, a little bit better shape. The reality was, in less than a year, I lost 55 pounds. That's that's a lot of weight. Uh, I feel much better now. I feel a lot better. I think I look better. Um, a lot more energy. Like it's a good experience. But I didn't have the full honesty there. Like the reality was, I was really out of shape. Like I did not look good. I thought I looked okay at the time. I didn't like I compared like my before and after picture after a year and I'm just like wow what was I like why wasn't I not able to see that before why was I so like unable to process how out of shape I, I let myself become um, so what I'm saying is you don't need a hundred percent honesty at all the times to have an effective retrospective you need to build enough of trust with the people around you that they can be a little bit honest and then you build on that. If you put measurements in place that allow you to see how you progress towards this goal, then you can 
kind of move away from that as well. Like you can stop saying like, am I being fully honest? You can look at your measurements and say, hey, I'm doing better, but also I was in a worse place than I thought initially. And that, that's pretty common. Like you think you're in a better place and you get into it and it turns out you're not, right? That, so that's important. So um, yeah, so a little bit of honesty. And don't let your beliefs about yourself limit you. Um, as I said, like I'm not a morning person and that for a long time prevented me from doing things in the morning super early. Uh, but nine months later, still doing it. Uh, and like I said, three times this week, this is Thursday, it's been, been three times. So like, these are things you can do. So be willing to be, be able, be willing to find places to improve. Um, don't let your beliefs limit what you think you can accomplish. And I guess until next time, uh, fail quickly and try to learn something. <laughs>